Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Guys, I want to discuss something that happened the other night. So I order dinner. I order myself a sandwich from Postmates. And how it works is they text you updates. So I get a text. Your Postmate Jesus is on his way with your order. Okay, like I know it's not Jesus, Jesus, right? But then I'm thinking it's 2021. And we have seen some crazy things this past year, things we never thought possible, right? So it's not that crazy at this point to think the Messiah is on his way to me with a Lenwich sandwich. So I started to get like really stressed out. And then I get another text like, you know, Jesus is arriving. Please meet Jesus to collect your order. So I was like, great. What do I even wear to meet Jesus? Like, I don't want to wear something too revealing, right? Because I don't want to offend Jesus. I want to wear something appropriate. I'm like, do I wear the, the dress I wore to my son's bar mitzvah at the Western Wall in Jerusalem? You know, it's long. It had long sleeves, a high neck. It's conservative yet hip because it's Ola Johnson. Like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how to dress for Jesus. But then I'm like, oh my God, it's Jesus. He knows what we're all going through. Like, of course he knows we're all in sweats. There was a pandemic. I mean, if we could be completely honest, he may have had a hand in it. He's probably like, Jenna, it's okay that you're in sweats. Everyone's in sweats. You can't even leave your house. And then when he gets here, what do I do? Do I like, how do I let people know the Messiah has arrived? Do I invite him onto my IG live? I've never done an IG live. Like, I don't know if two people are going to log in 60. Like, I have no idea. Do I send a tweet? Like, guys, the Messiah is here with my sandwich. I mean, I wanted to get it right because it's a big responsibility. And I just don't know that I'm in the right like frame of mind to be the person like, you know, orchestrating the Messiah. I never actually ended up meeting him because of COVID. They don't let anyone upstairs. So people have to like leave things in the elevator. The delivery guys have to leave things in the elevator and send it up to you. So I'll never know if it was actually Jesus. I mean, for all I know, it was some guy named Jesus that works for Postmates. But my point is, we have to be prepared for literally everything right now. Because as we have learned, literally anything can happen in this day and age. Anyway, let's begin, shall we? Guys, I'm kind of obsessed with humans, human behavior, and the things we do all day, every day that we're not even paying attention to. In fact, I find it kind of hilarious. So much so, I built my career writing comedy on the observation of these behaviors. I'm Jenna Kingsley, writer, comic, creator, and host of the new podcast series, Social Studies. So long ago. It was so long ago. So I like, okay. So I met Dina. We were like 20. We were 20. And I don't know. We were so young. No kids on the horizon. We had no kids. I was married because I got married when I was born. A child bride, but like so young and carefree. And I just loved her from the start. 
Do you think it's because we just both grew up in New York and we're like traumatized from a young age? It could definitely be that we were both New York. I love people that grew up in the city because I think we all have a shared like neuroses thing, a shared and also like we don't care so much about what other people think. Exactly. And there's like it's rare to meet like a New Yorker that stayed around because a lot of people leave. Dina is one of the most talented people that I know. And I'm not just saying it. And she's one of the funniest. And I have been asking her for years to collaborate with me on something. So the fact that she's co-hosting this with me right now is the most it's exciting. It's a miracle. It's a miracle. That I beat I'm out her of my down. house and doing this. I think I was able to beat you down because we're in the middle of a pandemic. Pretty much. Yeah. Like it just like after a while. But this is a good thing because this is like very anxiety provoking for me and, and a good thing to force myself to do too. It's like after. And you tap my energy. There's people that make you funnier, I think. And you're one of the people that make me funnier. Well, that I think that's what we feed off of each other. Yeah. Nina's history. I mean, she's had a lot of jobs, but she's an incredible writer. And I like to say, okay, this is not true. Okay. But I like to say you invented Yelp in your very own way. Kind of. Kind of. Yeah. She was ahead of her time. Well, so my own personal Yelp. At least, her own so. personal. She was the co-creator. Is that a good title? Yeah. And writer of the Shecky's Bar Guide. Mm-hmm. And it was like a Zagat's of bars. But funny, funny, yeah. like you were way ahead of the curve because now there's like the infatuation, there's Yelp, there's all these things. And you were the first person to take Zagat's and do something different with it. It would be wrong to not also mention that we are recording this during the time of a pandemic. Mm-hmm. Um, Dina and I were very closely in touch, like March, April, May. I mean, we've been in touch the whole time. But during those dark days, you are the sole reason that I survived all that stuff. Like, honestly, because of our daily texting and just even sending around the memes and pictures of Wood and all the stuff that was circulating, it just <laughs> kept me sane. By the way, know. if you don't know who Wood is, it's the man with the very big penis. Oh, yeah. Okay. For those of you who don't know For Wood those and haven't seen every single one. But yes, that's we, we stayed really connected when everything started to shut down. Um, and just try to keep each other laughing about it right. more than anything, because otherwise we would have just never left our beds. Yeah. Like Dina definitely shares the same sensibility as me that the worse things get, the funnier we get, mm-hmm. because there's it's if you don't laugh, you'll die. Right. Totally. It's kind of like that. That's the ultimate coping me- mechanism for me. I was doing quarantine with my ex-husband. Which is which was really difficult. I, um, I do this like but running. Some great content came out of that. A great you content, you know, amazing things. I've been doing um, a story on my Instagram stories for years called "Divorces Forever," um, based on all the time I spend with my ex husband, and it came from Louis C.K.'s bit. Um, marriage is for how long you can hack it, but divorce is forever Mm -hmm. and it only gets stronger over time like Oak. And so we spend so (laughs) much time together, but what I, and what's so funny is I actually pitched it, um, as a show, I handed my script in literally like three weeks before I remember COVID. that, like everything. Right? And then I had to move in with him. And we did that for our son because we didn't want to be far apart. And it was uncertain times. But um, that was definitely... That was a lot. A lot. You made it work, though. We made like, it work the best okay. we could. Yeah. But I, you know, in the summer, I went back to my home. Right. Which was definitely good. 
but like, I can't even go back. I can't even go back to that time. But I do like, I think I always think like, Oh, thank goodness that I had somebody like you as a lifeline to just check in every single day. Oh my God. Just like make me laugh and just be like, let's just, let's just pretend this is the worst thing. And it, and it is all over. The other thing is that I, I was saying recently is not only were we in a pandemic, but then the whole country started burning down. Right. Like it, it was like, I was stuck there in the house (laughs) and we all were right. And not only that people were dying, people were getting sick, people were losing their jobs, businesses were closing. So, um, it was just, I think we all have PTSD. Yeah. And still do. Yeah. I I do. But we're like, it's like every day. What, what does the next day bring? What is it? And that's how I feel every day. Every day. I'm like, I'm dead inside. Dead inside. Like, <laughs> what's going to happen today? And Everyone's I'm totally like, have not- you been writing? I was like, no, no, I'm dead inside. I can't <laughs> write anything. So what I will say is the pandemic has been the ultimate in social study, right? It's mm-hmm. the ultimate study of human behavior because I think people have done one of two things. Some people have really worked on themselves mm-hmm. and grown from it. Yeah. And some people are in full denial. Yeah. Some people made a lot of banana bread. Some people made a lot of a lot of workout videos, a lot of workout videos, Um, tie dye, a lot of tie dyeing. And people just like became aware of like, I don't know, people that mean something to them and the people that they could maybe do without and what works and what doesn't work. I know I certainly, I feel like I evolved a lot. I definitely evolved. I actually went back to therapy for the first time in like a hundred years. Oh, that's so good. Um, I'm like 20 years deep. I I, know. You know what? Well, here's the thing. And you're from the city too, but I always say that growing up in the city, people send their kids to therapy the way people in the the suburbs put their kids in little league. It's so true. I turned eight and my parents were like, it's time. (laughs) Right. (laughs) You're a lady now. (laughs) And so Dina and I spend a lot of time talking about what therapists wear. There's like a certain look. Oh my God. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So let's like tell everyone. The therapist. And I love, and I almost went, you know, I almost went back to school to be a therapist. You would be such a good therapist. I cannot cave to this this um this look and feel that I see in so many no, but you- <laughs> and this does not by the way apply to my own therapist who I love dearly and does not fit this mold but I have noticed that there is a definite look and feel okay so the look and feel is there's always the Santa Fe heavy jewelry that totally. makes me like I look at them and I have anxiety like doesn't that hurt your neck like it's like a a plate of turquoise Right. Just hanging hanging down, hanging. It's like, I don't know if it's like from an airport in Santa Fe. Like I don't, but it's definitely like a handcrafted, it's handcrafted, a crafts fair, if you will. It's never like a dainty, stylish piece. It's just like a chunky stone (laughs) hammered nickel type. Always involves turquoise. Always. Uh, Yeah. Oh, by the way, hammered nickel. That's such a good call. Yeah. Hammered. There's always a cowl neck sweater. 100%. Or a cow neck, by the way, like a cardigan with some sort of lycra. They like lycra. And a lot of them have very big boobs, if I, if they, I do say so. You know what? So. They all have big boobs. Why? That's why I could never be a therapist. They have big boobs. <laughs> they have big boobs. There's a palazzo pant, we've decided. There's always a... Yeah, there is always a palazzo like an, pant. A, like an elastic waisted palazzo pant yeah, with a pattern. Are, or like a sanctuary brand, sort of like <laughs> feminized cargo pant type of thing, maybe. Yeah, there's, oh, there's a lot of like fall prints, like fall <laughs> leaves on, right. a, on a sheer scarf. 100%. Like a bob haircut, always a bob, like a 
permed bob yeah the shoe like i i did buy some shoes over the summer from ebay for cosplay is like a slide because <laughs> i hold was, like, on so we have to address that in yeah, one second cosplay. but we're gonna come back to like cosplay. some sort of 90s lug sole slide type of thing a hundred percent I actually, my therapist, so I started therapy in COVID times and I had never met my therapist in person. Oh, you haven't? So she's, I do it on Zoom and she's always wearing like sweats or like a sweatshirt that says babe. And I talk to her a lot about how she doesn't dress like a therapist. But she's younger too, She's Yeah. Okay. But she's like, you know, like doesn't wear the Santa Fe jewelry. And so I was like, do you, can you cure me if you're dressed so cool? I know it, it is a question. It's but a question. Also, no, which thing is about, awesome. Thing about therapists that are also sort of like yoga teachers is like something happened. Okay. Yes. That, that like got, that like drew them to that profession in the first place, which is why I love therapists and I really bond. They're, they're generally empaths and obviously and, and get it. But I'm sort of like, what happened to you? Yeah. You know, well, I don't know what it says about me, but I got my master's in forensic psychology and studied serial killers. Well, there you go. That's really dark. Um, I couldn't do those home exercise things. Could you? No, no. I would watch them sometimes and eat and like watch TV and be like, wow, that looks like, ooh, that's a good exercise. But I would be like eating chocolate cookies. But like what kind of home exercises? Like practicing? Like I'd see it on like IGDV. Yeah, there's a lot of gratitude practice. I practice no gratitude. Does gratitude cure everything the way they say it does? Or is it a sham? is really interesting and we talked about the the transition that we've made because from chemical no chemicals to chemical products oh yeah yeah because before the pandemic i started to become one of those psychos about like fragrances and like gmos and paba and like such a waste and now yeah I'm like, if there's Roundup in it, pour it on my head. Right, exactly. I want Roundup soap. Clorox wipe on an apple. <laughs> Literally, just pour Clorox on my fruit. I know. Do you think we're going to go back to the seventh generation days? You know, or do we let, because do you trust, okay, here's the thing, because you must have been a okay. seventh generation or two. I had a seventh generation moment. Yeah. I did. I had a method cleaning method moment. Method cleaning. Do you now, would you trust, if COVID was at an all-time high and you had to wash your hands, it is at all-time high. Yeah. Would you trust that method soap would get the job done? No. I like I like a chemical burn. You want Clorox. I want a chemical burn. I want things to burn me. Um, <laughs> and that's where I am now. And I'm also like, I had this whole phase where it was like natural shampoos and everything. I don't care. Same. Anymore. Just bring on the Roundup canvas. shampoo. And you know what? Actually, the truth is it works a lot better. Let's be it honest. It does, okay? by the way. It gets I will the job say. done and it works a lot better. I, so do, I will say I do think it's really bad for you. I just want to put it on the right. I'm not a doctor. <laughs> but it, <laughs> but, we, but it, but what isn't bad for you at this point? I think everything's and bad for you. And all the control. Um, Everything I I that's bad that. for you I like, though, is, the pro- is my problem. Me too. During the pandemic, I think we saw possibly the death of the influencer. I would say so. Um, Because it all seemed so. It was a little tone deaf. Yeah. And people, I think, were getting tired and angry and people were exhausted and scared and frustrated. And they were kind of 
calling people out. There was actually accounts dedicated to calling out influencers on their tone deaf behavior. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm not going to say specific accounts, but we were seeing people in like ball gowns, like going for a walk and, and everyone else was like crying with their Clorox and like, right. Exactly. Suffocating out of work. And we were like, what, um, during this time though, TikTok really took a rise Mm -hmm. and And I I love TikTok. I am obsessed with TikTok. I'm late to the game. I'm, late, I'm pretty late to the game. I'm kind of late to. I'm actually surprised that you kind of got on after me. I got bit. on after you because you know what? I thought TikTok was just people making doing those dances. So did I? Because it used to be musically. It used to be musically, and but it's so much more. It's so much more. Ugh. First of all, I could get on TikTok and not sleep for four days. Totally. Totally. But because you're also, it's like a high. You're like scrolling for the next fun. And also, so. I really go to TikTok for, to watch dogs talking in Siri voices. (laughs) Yeah. But now they've taken it to like, people are getting, there's like confessions. Oh yeah. There's, there's a whole like psychology behind it. And I've, I've actually learned so much and have never felt like more connected to a community in my life. What are you learning? Strangers. What are you learning? I'm learning a lot of psychological stuff. I'm learning a lot about narcissism. <laughs> People, everyone I know is obsessed with narc inst- talk. narcissism Instagrams and um, narcissism TikToks. Narc talk is amazing. Uh, All the relationship talk. stuff, like just, you know, the, what I love about it is it, I don't know any of these people. And I, so it's not, I'm not getting offended by what they're posting, but I'm just learning that everybody's pretty much dealing with the same situation. Yeah. And it's so honest. It's so honest. It's not like Instagram, like my life is perfect. Right. Instead, it's like people are just like crying on TikTok. Exactly. They're like, I'm heartbroken. I'm heartbroken. I'm heavy. Like everything sucks or everything's great, but this is how I got there. Like it's It's more fun and it's fun and it's, um, and it's short and it's short. And I think that people are there's kind of been a backlash against Instagram because now with all the fillers and the filters and the face tunes, like no one, I have tried some of those filters just like for fun. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, how do people actually get on Instagram and they're brave enough to post things with these filters on? Because it's so clearly it's so obvious, filtered and it's not what you look like. And I'm like, and then there's like the subtle ones, which is Facetune, which is like oh, that yeah. app where like I kind of love that for a little bit. I didn't use it, but just yeah, to but see like, what I would look if like. If you don't know, for example, and you have daughters, I have a son. Okay. But if you don't like, you know, in your mind that it's filtered in Facetune. Yeah. But then we've we've come to this place where like, where are we not supposed to have pores? I know it's just it's too much, it's, and I know that everybody realizes like Instagram's like all fake and whatever, but it's still there and it still sends a message even even if it's fake. Right, exactly. That it's curated content that is just a lot of boasting. Yeah, it's very it's very boasty, and it's yeah. very. Um, I think it's incredibly unhealthy yeah. for people and for relationships. Do you still look at it? You know, I have it. I look at it. I don't look at it the way I used to. And the reason is because now it's like so many like sponsored posts or too much. It's almost too much content, which is ironic that I'm saying that because TikTok is endless content. Right, right. But TikTok is like entertaining. Yes, it's entertaining. And, And Instagram, like how many pictures can I look at of someone like pretending that there's not a pandemic? Right. You know, that we're just like you're posing like you're going to lunch. 
I'm like, like, why are the world is dead? The world is dead. Like what, like, where are you? Like, so there's like a lack of, of self-awareness and and acknowledgement. And like, the other thing is for Instagram lives. Oh, I'm traumatized. I can never see. Can I just tell you, I can't after COVID, I can't see one either, but yeah. My question is, if you only have two viewers on your live, couldn't it have just been a text? <laughs> like, totally. I'm, just, I'm not totally. sure, but it could have just been a text. It could have just been a text. I'm addicted to memes. I love memes. I do too. The Nevada memes during the election. They got me through. They got me through. <laughs> they got me through. And I'm happy that people still send me these things. So like, yeah, I send them to you all the you time. Do. You I do can't accept that you're not I know. on it. I know. I just, I couldn't do it. I know. I couldn't but do you're, it. You're stronger than I am. It's just, it, it was just breaking a habit and it was done out of necessity. I have you so have to get there, to but it's, if it's not, if it doesn't bother you to your core, like it did me, then. Well, then here's the thing. Okay. I don't follow. Okay. So I don't follow people that there's, okay. So there is a subsection of Instagram that people hate follow people. Right. Okay. I never like did that because I just don't even want it like in my universe. Okay. I don't want to see it. I don't really care. Okay. Um, I follow a lot of dogs and I'm that creepy person that I write to them. Oh, so you do. Yeah. So you actually do the heart and you post comments. I post comments to dogs. I don't know. Okay. So, and I write to them like I know the dogs, which is really embarrassing. But But the thing I think that really threw you over the edge it was one of the reasons you went off Instagram was tablescapes. Tablescapes. Tablescapes during the pandemic <sighs> was the end for me. Yeah. It, it was because it was just too obnoxious to even process. It was crazy. When when there was all this stuff going on in the world. And like, I get it. Like, you want to maybe show that you have it together and you're making the most of your lockdown experience with your family and having Oscar night and, you know, different themes. But that... That was the end. I think that's when I. I think when that's I left. when you went off the yeah. tables. I think tablescapes, tablescapes. I think was what threw broke you me. over the edge. <laughs> and the thing about but are people still posting them. Oh yeah, people okay. love tablescapes. The thing about okay, if you don't know what we're talking about, tablescapes are like an elaborately decorated table, like you're going to like a wedding or romance club, but it's in your house, right? And there's like a theme and like there's a, pl- a theme. like a calligraphy there's place like tchotchkes and like okay so first of all I just want to say even in, is that even a word anymore yes, my is. my grandmother yeah I just want to say even in non COVID times I am terrible at I am good at entertaining like I have people come to my house and I have good music and I'll like get good food and like good wine or whatever and everyone hangs out and like you know like in the country like I'll and you can make everyone. It nice. I'm like everyone. Go to the table, just like throw it together. But if it were up to like, if it if I'm left to my own devices, I'm eating out of a trough, standing in my kitchen. Right. Like same. Like literally. And so it doesn't occur to me to like do. And I'm sorry if you've been to my house and I'm entertaining you. I, I literally. I'm sure you do a better job. I don't do planning. a better job. You're lucky if you get several utensils. Like I'm one of those people. I'm like, Oh my God, forks. And then right. I run back. For the, I'm like, Oh my God, knives. And then I have to go back to the oh, kitchen. water. Oh, wow. oh my God. Napkins. Oh yeah. my God. Placemats are new for me. Like that is like, wow, that placemats are fancy for me. I know. I know. Um, I, know. I stand on no ceremony as you know, but when I go to a dinner party, let's talk about place cards. I can't. I can't it's like, like that gives me so much anxiety. When I see there's place cards, I immediately start to have hives. I know. I the, feel trapped. There was a whole movement recently that started up about tablescapes. So there's a whole um, 
Well, first of all, the word tablescape. Tablescape, like I'd never heard that before. But there was also like companies that were emerging where you could rent decor, rentable tables. Right? Remember? And I remember all the influencers were posting about it for a while. And were they posting about that during the pandemic? Rentable No, it was pre-pandemic. So okay. everybody was doing some table was getting into the tablescape game ahead of it. But like, I had never heard of it before that yeah. that was a thing. And like, I, I can set an okay table, but there's not going to be a place card. Yeah. Like I'm not even going to have plates. plates. I'm not going to have plates. No, no, no. <laughs> and I don't know if it's really necessary, but like now with COVID, I'll give you utensils. But yes. otherwise, if there's a utensil, I'm like a plate and maybe a napkin. I'm like really happy. I'm like, but, but what is that all about? I don't, you know, I don't know. But when I, I do remember like the height of COVID, you and I were talking about people were like, look at my fresh cut flowers from, I was like, people do not have food. No, they don't, they, they don't have, they don't have food or like this. It's just not the time to promote this stuff. No. Like we're all so deeply depressed and traumatized and, and scared. Like it just didn't make any sense. That's yeah. not the pick me up I needed to no. see. Yeah. Cut flowers and a folded napkin in a, in a cool way. And people and like with a a lazy and we used to what is going on I that's why we're like what what is going on in the world like this is happening I think the I think that everyone's lost their mind is what I think and I I, the other thing is um but I have I really am into the home edit and organizational accounts and shows, but I, I I will say I am, I want to go on record. I am the most unorganized person that ever lived on the entire planet. I don't know. I don't. Oh my God. It's terrible. What, why do you like those things? I have a, I have a severe issue with it. Okay. I want to hear what your issue is. I like them because I wish I was so OCD and like constantly organizing, folding, cleaning. Ugh. Oh my god! I know. Like, like I would if I could pay someone to get OCD stuff. Yeah. So like seeing those or like if I put something in a safe place, and I do this a lot, I'm like, oh my god, I'm going to put this in a safe place. I will right. never see it again because I forget what the safe place is. But th- that's just how your brain is. And my brain. And even if you have somebody come in to like organize your books. In and two like seconds, it's undone. Make a thing to put your cereal in. It won't last. It won't last. I tried it. I wanted to be that person. And I had somebody come in and like do my pantry and Are like you, label. I feel like you're super organized if you want to I am be. the most unorganized person. You are? But I do know where everything is. I live in like a sense of chaos. And that's I, how I am. But I Unless know where in my safe stuff place. is. Like, but I lose things a million times and I'm like, it's gone. And then like two years later, I'm like, oh, there it is. But I don't, I think that the, the home edit stuff and all these shows that came out that it's too much because it's trying to create a sense of like control on the outer world that just can't possibly be sustained if you're not naturally that kind of person. Right. Um, and so while it looks great, especially in Instagram photos to have that organization, when I see that, I actually get really anxious because it's just too, the person's too together. I'm like, how can I have, even have a conversation with you if that's how you live your life? Uh, I think it comes from, I think that's a different kind of anxiety. It's like you have to keep everything. You have to control everything because yeah. your life is so out of control. Mm-hmm. I wish I had that. I do too. But it's and a I very w- type A sort I of will say I've dated people with OCD mm-hmm. and I love it oh, because do. like they will clean my kitchen. Okay. But they don't get angry at you that you're like, no, here's the thing. As long as you can accept that I'm going to be unorganized, that I'm going to be a disaster. Okay. 
you can have all the OCD you want. Okay. As long as they're you accepting. You just can't hold me to that can't. standard. Okay. As long as they're accepting. But I feel that people that are on that extreme have real trouble. Yeah. yeah. Like I've been around people who like, I, my dishwasher is like a case study in like severe I depression. I just throw it in. Severe. <laughs> there is no rhyme or reason. The forks and knives go a million different ways. That I was with somebody once um, that I dated that caused them like panic. severe panic. And I was like, I can't. The fact that you need the forks to go in the same direction, I was like, this is just not gonna. It's I know, it's but not you know happen. what? But I wanted to. I kind of like it. I think I it's know. like hot because I'm like, you do it for me because they're organized. I know, but like if they're that organized and that something's got to give, right? There's not like a perfect. Well, solution they definitely out there. have dead bodies in their basement. Some right, Goes exactly. There's saying. like a kitten's head in the freezer. Yeah, hundred percent. Like, there's something else that's awry. Yes. If the, if you're able to control that much. Well, they're and, serial killers. Yeah. So, so this is a general blanket statement, but, but this is something that I believe. It's a, it's a give and take. And maybe it makes me feel better about it's my mess. It's a give and take, but I am fine with it. I'm fine with, if I don't know what's in your basement, I'm fine with it. Right. As long as you are organizing my kitchen. Okay. So you watch the home edit. I don't watch it. My mom bought me the book. Okay. And my mom, when I moved here, helped me move and she got me all these containers. Okay. And guess what happened? I took everything out and that's strewn about. Yeah. Yeah. And do you like fold your towels in a certain way? No. No. Like- I started so up like in my country house, I, I got towels yeah. and I folded them in a certain way in these baskets. Mm. And that's a couple like- weeks later, it was just like chuck it in the basket. Totally. I mean, that's like, yeah, it's like a two hour window. I like don't even know. Organized. Do you think you can learn the behavior of, of being like anally neat? No, I think I really do think it's, um, it's part of the fabric of your DNA. You're either that way or you're not. Yeah. Because we've had plenty of time to figure it out and it hasn't happened yet. I know it's but too like, late for me. Yeah. I think I that's just be- how I am. Like, and, and I under I, I know the chaos, the chaos is organized for me. I same with me, by the way, if someone's like, oh, where's your passport? I'm like, oh, it's right here under this pile of <laughs> right shit. Exactly. Behind, like, <laughs> buried in the back. It's buried. I under- mean, I was like, I know I have my last will and testament somewhere. Which is crazy because I uh, throw everything out, by the way. I'm not a hoarder. Oh, I'm a full hoarder. Oh, no, no. I hate stuff and I throw everything out. Like that pile on my desk is making me want to kill myself. Oh, see that like that. That's my vibe. Cause I need to like have tangible stuff too. Yeah. To, to, for my memory in a way. I know what you're saying. I wish I didn't have that pile, but that pile will sit there. By the way, I don't open my mail. That's okay. another thing. I open my mail like once a month. Okay. Who gets mail anymore? I know. <laughs> I know. Like me. I paper mail. <laughs> so weird. Wait, <laughs> I meant to say one more thing about TikTok really quickly. Okay. Not to back, go back to TikTok. Let's talk about what you love on TikTok. Well, I told you I love the dogs talking in serious voice, but I want to just say that the TikTok algorithm thinks I'm a lesbian. I have gotten on lesbian TikTok. I I am on lesbian TikTok. But I kind of have learned a lot too. Well, I get like romantic lesbians. I get, I don't get like lesbian porn. For those of you listening, getting all excited. I get get lesbian weddings. I get lesbians having babies. Yeah, me too. And I want to just say, sometimes I'm like, why is this algorithm constant? Not, there's nothing wrong with it. By the way, I wish I was a lesbian. Yeah. I just want to put it out there. <laughs> I pray for lesbianism every, every day. day. I know. If I could go to conversion camp to convert into a lesbian, you know how they have those conversion camps to make you not gay? Yeah. I would go it would to be become the best a lesbian. Yeah. It'd be the I best would. deal. 
because I, I, I feel ready. So I wonder that. how we want, like what's in that, that generates that towards us, that content, what we have liked or something. I'm trying to think. Mm. I kind of maybe know what it is Which now is? that I think about okay. it. I like a lot of rants talking out about how to not let pe- men treat you like shit. That's probably So maybe it. they're like, come to this side. That's why, because I'm on like <gasps> divorce, narc Yeah, you're on a lot of narc Relationship talk. trauma things. Relationship. So like, become a lesbian. A hundred. That's exactly They are selling it. us lesbianism and I'm fully, I'm, look, if I could get into it, I would. Uh, I'm not, not, I wish I could. Right. And everybody, like they're all like upbeat and happy posts yeah. too. That's what it is. Do you think right. that's why we're getting Now that? it makes sense. Yeah. I think that's why. Because I was like, what is this algorithm? That's what it is. Now we know. I know, but it comes and goes. That's why I also like TikTok because it's always mixing things up. It's right? mixing things up. So, I love it. Um, I love it. I, I've tried some of the dances. I'm not good at them, but I try. I don't even get the dances. I mean, I rarely get dances. Sometimes I get a really amazing, like, like middle America feed from like the most random. And do you like things. that feed? I'm obsessed with it. You like the... Yeah, like I'm not even going to trash it because I just think it's so amazing. I love everything. I because t- I'm just there's learning nothing I don't so love. much about... Like these are like just like people that I wouldn't ever have encountered. And I'm learning so much about their lives and their struggles and everything. And people are also very honest on TikTok. There's a lot of people like talking honestly and talking about their traumas and like all the kind of stuff that you and I yeah, bond with people exactly over. what we share. And then I'm like, I'm not alone. You know, right. so it's the exact opposite of Instagram to me. Yeah, exactly. Because um, Instagram's like you're the, truth the only telling. person that has bores. Exactly. <laughs> Which is what we need more in this world is just like, let's just all tell the truth and like give it up already. And just One million percent. That we're all like in the soup together and struggling and 100%. And I think, by the way, that's the one, another good, you know, we were talking about the upside to the pandemic. It's kind of like we're all in the same position. Nobody is free of the pandemic except the people in Florida. Nobody <laughs> is true. It's true. <laughs> Everybody's like, moving to Florida. Moved to Florida. Um, everyone's, but there are some upsides to COVID. Yes. There's some. Shall we think of some? I can think of one. Okay. One, and this is a big one for me, is that I don't have to hold the elevator for people. Oh. Like I can look them dead in the eye and let the door close. That is amazing. Because that's, that's so the true. Because you're like, let's separate and have When someone's space. like, hold it. And you're like, oh. so. you act like those three seconds that they're walking in the elevator are the most unbearable three seconds of your life. It's so true. Oh my God. I feel And like- now I look them dead in the eye. I'm like, sorry. Yeah. COVID. And you don't have to, yeah. And you don't also don't have to go near anybody or like really even engage with anybody. Unfortunately, we have to wrap up, okay. but I have had so much fun talking to you. I know. I love talking to you. And I hope social media. you come back again. Lesbian TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> Circle back to lesbian TikTok. Dina and I are going to go make a lesbian TikTok right now. <laughs> Guys, thanks so much for tuning in to Social Studies with Jenna Kingsley. I hope you enjoyed it. Don't forget to hit subscribe and leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. If you want to stalk me, you can do that on Instagram at Jenna Kingsley. You can visit my website, jennakingsley.com. You can follow me on Twitter, TikTok, and YouTube at Jenna Kingsley. If you have a topic you think we should cover, you can slide into the DMs or send me an email. Have a great week and I will speak to you guys soon. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E 
AV on YouTube.